Hey y'all, thank you for tuning in to The Devon Hour this week. Thank you so much to Seven for coming on to The Devon Hour. He is an amazing artist. I know I told him like about a hundred times throughout this whole entire interview how amazing he is, but I just want to reiterate, he's absolutely amazing. Thank you to everybody who tuned in to the live stream on Instagram. We had such a good time. Um, make sure that you're following me on the Devon Hour page on Instagram and at my page, devon to woke to keep updated on when we are going to go live and who's coming on next. Now, let's get into the episode. Hey everybody, welcome to the Devon Hour. My name is Devin. Today we have a very, very special guest, somebody who I have been following on Twitter for a little bit, and mm-hmm. I've seen you go viral, which we're going oh. to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, but I'm very, very excited to have you here. Everybody, welcome seven deep to Hi, everybody. The Hour. So yeah, so we talked about quarantine, we talked about coronavirus. Mm-hmm. This shit is wild. I absolutely hate it. I really like it just I just can't get over how right. much I just hate this. Right. I just hate <laughs> what you should do, like what I do is I kinda um instead of focusing so much about me hating it and me not liking mm-hmm. it because I do that a lot, I try to channel that energy into like something positive. Yeah. Uh, what's up, Tank? I try to uh, you know, channel it to something positive and like every day I kinda wanna do something, you know, be mm-hmm. thankful for something. You know what I mean? Be thankful that I could do this so that you know that this is happening. So I've been spending a lot of time with my family, which has been yeah. really, really amazing for me. Yeah, even though I do dislike this whole entire situation, one thing I was telling, like, my friends was we're never going to have this time to ourselves ever again. Right. Uh, So as soon as all this is clear and done, we're not going to be able to sit down and relax for months on end. Everybody's going to have to go straight back to work. Right. So so definitely this is the time to really get to know yourself. I mean, I feel like I got to know myself a lot, but... That's good. Yeah, but here we are. So... You have your your EP out that we're going to mm-hmm. get into, which I absolutely adore and love. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, but yeah, first, I really, I really want people to get to know you because mm-hmm. I think you're really making moves out here. And I think you are bringing visibility to a community that desperately needs it. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. So I really want people to get to know you as a person. We're going to talk about the music. We're going to talk about your dance moves. But mm-hmm. first... Let me just say, I recognized you. Mm-hmm. From because I saw you go viral on Twitter, right? So your mm-hmm. song um, is it Mr. Monroe? Mm-hmm. That went that music video was all over uh, Twitter. And yes, it was. <laughs> and people went up for it. So I I remember going to YouTube, looking at that um the whole entire uh, music video you did mm-hmm. for the project, and I was like. I know this dude from somewhere. I went through your YouTube videos and it and honestly I got triggered to back when I was like 13 and mm-hmm. I saw this video of this dude dancing to Beyonce's dance for you. Mm-hmm. And I was like <laughs> That was the first time I think I went viral. I was like, this dude was fine back in the day. <laughs> so I I was like, oh my gosh. So that's what I recognized you from. I was like, Mm-hmm. That's that dude from that video. 
mm-hmm. who was dancing in, in, in jeans, sir. Yeah, that was, I mean, I was in college. You know, college <laughs> budgets was a little different back then. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's where I recognized you from. So it's great to see your come up. Thank you. I appreciate that a lot. Yeah, that was me <laughs> in college <laughs> dancing. So how old are you and where are you originally from? Are you originally from Atlanta? No, I'm from uh, Richmond, Virginia. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like to say the DMV area because I lived in D.C. and Maryland and Virginia, so I like to say the DMV. Um, I'm 31 years old, and yeah, Bro. I'm in, uh, right. I'm in. Um, yeah, this is this this is just when you take care of yourself. But um, <laughs> no, I'm just joking. <laughs> but um, let's see. I'm from LA. Well, I moved from LA. I was in LA for a year, and I just moved to Atlanta. What made you move to Atlanta? I have family here. Also, <laughs> um music as well i feel like la is a good place for music but so is atlanta and i have like a lot of people here that wanted to work so i was like let's do it mm-hmm. that's really cool uh but i heard atlanta's like messy i don't know yet because i mean i mean maybe for a 21 year old that's just moving here maybe <laughs> but I, i've lived a little bit so it really can't be too messy for me because i ain't, it ain't a block that i ain't been on so i'm chilling period <laughs> period so like music always something that you wanted to do you, well, it's like this. I've always been into the arts. I've always been into the arts as far as my dad had me in musical theater. He had me in theater as a young child. I've always been, I have nothing but musicians, musicians that run through my family. Both of my brothers do music. Um, so I've always known that I've had an ear for good music. And I've always known I know how to, you know, do poetry and write and put words together and everything like that. Um, I have, and this is just to be honest, like I just love, I'm a lover of the arts. But, um, yeah, I've always wanted to do music. I just thought, you know, with my sexuality and all, everything, with the shit that I talk about, it was like, you know, nobody's really going to want to listen. But some things happened recently, and I just was like, yo, you know what? You got to just live for you, and you got to just do it, you know, which was true to you and be authentic to you. So that's what I did, and I yeah. just followed my dream. And definitely today is the time to do it. Like, right. in this time that we're in, is definitely the time to do it because everybody's more vocal, more open, yeah. about themselves and they're putting that into their art yeah. trying to do this shit in 2005 2006 shit ain't flying right but in 2020 definitely everybody's just being themselves which is very good and like i said you're bringing representation to a community that i feel like is very is is not taken seriously mm-hmm. you know i feel like a lot of people they they view people who are into whatever as then like they're confused or mm-hmm. that they don't know what they want but here you go. You're saying, okay, this is what I like, but also I like this as well. Yeah. So there's a lot of confidence in that. So where does that confidence come from? My life. Um, I just, I think, I mean, I've not always been so confident, honestly, but when it comes, I've always been confident in my creativity and my art. Like if I'm shy, like naturally I'm shy and I, I make sure, you know, I'm, a kind of, I'm not really in the back of the room, but I'm like in the middle somewhere. I'm really not the loudest in the room, but when it comes to my art and my creativity, I've always been confident. So when I said that I wanted to do music and I said, this is going to be my subject matter. I wanted to make sure that I was bold and I was loud about it. Some of my favorites, little Kim, Biggie, Kanye West, Nikki, people like that. When they came out, Cardi, when they came out, they were loud about it. They were, yes. they were unapologetically themselves. They didn't sugarcoat anything. They didn't, you know what I'm saying? Beat around the bush. So I was like, shit, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it just like that. And I just kind of like studied. I love pop culture and people's career and like to see the people grow and, so when I saw that, I was like, yo, I want to do like this. So that's what I did. So who is like your main inspiration? My main inspiration is Kanye West and Rihanna, but definitely Kanye West. 
is it because of like his production or his lyrical or just the whole entire thing? Just as a package, he's a great artist to me. I feel like that he says what he wants to say. He's unapologetic about it. I feel like his uh, music videos, his performances, his, his everything that he does, his production, everything to me is flawless. The same with Rihanna. I mean, you don't have to be the best this or the best that to do um, anything. You know what I mean? Like, you don't have to be the best any of that. But um, as long as you are, a, I'm sorry, I, I got a message, but that's why I got, I got stuck. I got a man. I was looking at the message just now. But no, so basically, as long as you're a good artist, it takes a lot to be a good artist. And to me, those are really good artists. Like, they have an entire package. So I love those artists. Yeah, Kanye is definitely. I was re-listening to his uh, college dropout album because I never really gotten the chance to listen to it because I am a young queen and mm -hmm. <laughs> I had to go okay. back and go do my homework. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, I went to go listen to College Dropout again and I was like, that album is fire. Every mm -hmm. single song back to back is just absolutely yeah. amazing. And then you see his growth and then you get to graduation and it's like... Yeah, he's, an ama he's amazing. He's the GOAT for me. Yeah, but what about Rihanna in particular? I know you said that she's like a well-rounded artist, but like, what in particular? I think every every single last thing about her, down to her sex appeal, down that she has dominated every genre of music in the industry that you could think of. As literally. far as like literally every single genre that you could think of, this girl raps. She's done country. She's done rock. She's done R and B. She's done pop. She's done all of these things and had number one singles with all of these things. Her tone is unmatched. You know a Rihanna song, so tone is really big for me. I feel like a lot of people now in the younger generation they sound alike, and you really don't know this girl or that guy from that person. But when Rihanna comes on, you know Rihanna because you know what I'm saying you know her tone. Um, she has the look, the sex appeal. She's relatable. You know, people want to know what she's doing about in her day. You know what I mean? Like, um, that's like she's just the total package to me when it comes to an, a female artist. Yeah, Rihanna's like the baddest bitch on this planet. Yeah, I'm totally. That's that's it for me. Yeah, she's she's so unapologetic. <laughs> Unapologetic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you got it. Period. Uh, so is Seven your actual name? No. So Seven, I came up with Seven maybe like 15 years. Well, maybe like 12 or 13 years ago, I came up with Seven. I was, you know, dancing. So when I had put out the Beyonce video, that's funny that you even brought that up. When I had put out that video, I was like, I can't be Darrell. That's so my, my, my birth name is Darrell. I was like, I can't be Darrell because... It's just bland. It's like, blah, no one's going to remember that. So I um, was doing something one day and um, trying to come up with names with one of with some of my friends. And we were just going through stuff. And, you know, the name Seven popped up or whatever the case is. And then I looked up number seven and it had a lot of different good meaning to it. Yeah. So as far as like completion and things like that. So I was like, yo, I really, really like this. So I stuck with seven. And Deep comes from um, when I used to work at a uh, call center. I used to pick up the phone. People used to always... <laughs> People used to always be like, yeah, I used to work at a call center back in the day. I think we all have. What's up, Carlton? I used to work at a call center. And um, the people used to always be like, yo, you got a deep voice. You got a deep voice. And that kind of stuck with me, like, throughout whatever the case is. So when I was started recording music, I would notice that, damn, my voice is really, I have a unique voice that's really, <laughs> really deep. So when I realized that I couldn't be seven because we have seven streeter and I had to put something on the end of it. I was in a studio one day just rapping, rapping, and just saying, yeah, yeah, like the, what I do or whatever the case is. And then I was like, deep? I was like, seven deep? And I, had, I looked at my engineer, and I was like, yo, Leo, you like this? And he was like, I like it. And I was like, you sure? He was like, I like it. And I just started saying, seven deep, give me the B. And it just it went from there, and I love it. <laughs> I like how you talk about your, your tone and your mm -hmm. voice, because your music, I really like it because I love your energy in it. Mm-hmm. 
So what made you want to like give off that? Um, I don't want to say aggressive, but like you're very like forward, like you're very upfront. That's me on a regular day. So <laughs> I'm just an aggressive person. So um, <laughs> my music couldn't be anything but aggressive because when I dance, I'm aggressive. Um, me performing is aggressive. I'm not really a soft performer. I, I'm I'm aggressive. So that it just only my music is literally like an extension of me and just me being authentic to myself. So I guess that's how it you know that's how it ended up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because some of the songs I was like, oh. He doesn't give a flying fuck. He's gonna let yeah. us know what he what it is. Yeah. And what you gonna do? <laughs> yeah. And I love Thank that. I think that's what people need to hear. People just need to hear the rawness. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. My friends are so crazy down here. Hi, guys. But yeah, um, <laughs> I definitely want to be raw. I definitely want to be raw. And I want, you know, I, like I said before, you turn on a radio. I turn on a radio these days. I can't tell the next person from the next person because everyone sounds the same. I want to make sure that I have a distinct, I do have a distinct voice and I have a distinct sound. So I um, want to make sure that I give that with my music. You know, for real. It's, it's important to, to stand out from the crowd because, yeah. to be honest, I couldn't tell the difference between Janae Aiko and Seven and um, Summer Walker for years. Right? That's, I, I, that's just <laughs> what it is. I get it. <laughs> that just, that's exactly what it is. So, like, for Mr. Monroe, okay. right, that music video, what was the – how did you come up with that creative for it? Well, Mr. Monroe, like, everything that I write, like, everything that I write all my music and everything that I, like, do I listen to the beat first. You heard so, that, y'all? He said he writes all his music. Right, but I'm not against anybody writing for me, though. Like, I, I'm not, but I do write all <laughs> of my music, you know, and I'm growing with my pen, definitely growing my pen and growing as an artist, you know what I'm saying, with my wordplay and stuff. But um, I heard the beat. Tanache had just dropped this song that'd be like, drink, smoke, dance, vibe a little bit. Are you a Tanache fan? You know, I really, I, I love me some Tanache. So um, I'm not going to hold you. I do, I do, I do love me some Tanache, but... um. She came out with that song, and I was like, "Yo, I need a song like this on my, I need a song like this on my EP." And I kept, I was listening to the beats all day, and that beat came up, and it just reminded me of a drink. It just, just a dance beat, but like a rappy slash, like you could go with it. It's not really the exact same type of beat, but I just like it reminded me of a dance and a feel good and a still rough song. So. I was just heard the beat and I was like, I just started writing. And I was like, this beat made me want to talk my shit. So I just kept talking my shit over and over again. And just, I was like, man, when I said something else, I was like, I right, talk more shit and talk more shit and talk more shit. So that's how that happened. I'm so happy that you have great taste in music. Yeah. Um, <laughs> die a little bit. That's a very, like, that's, that's a very my song. interesting cut. Like, that's yeah. such a very interesting cut from her discography. Yeah, that's my song. So, that's literally when she dropped that, I was like, go off, bitch. Like, like yeah, I go off. it's house, like it's house music. Yeah, it's UK. Yeah, what's it? What's it it's called? Everything. No, it's garage. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, it's garage. It's house. It's dance. It's so much. Then she turned it head and put a clip in there of she just she just outdid herself with that one. I feel like the song doesn't get enough of what it should have got, but. Tanache mm, yeah. and Seven feature kind of lift. Oh, that's, that. all, that's already. I, I I actually have already manifested manifested that. So if this ever comes back up, Tanache. Mm -hmm. I already manifested that. I manifested it. Uh, uh, I want a nasty dance scene. I think I want to remake Janet Jackson and uh, Michael Jackson's Thriller, just the dance scene part. I think that'll be late. Oh, you mean Scream? Yeah, Scream. Mm -hmm. That'll be dope. You could dance your ass mm -hmm. off, Seven. Thank you. I appreciate that. When did you start getting into dancing? Shit. I've always danced since I was little. <laughs> Man, I wish I could do I half the shit. video. 
thank you. You can do it. Just go to class. <laughs> I, I, would I would break a leg. That mm -hmm. shit that you were doing that Mr. Monroe video, I would have bust my ass doing that. I'm, mm -mm. <laughs> you killed it. But the fashion in that video is spectacular. Mm -hmm. Did you come? Did you? Oh, like, thank you. Did you Not search up all. all those clothes? No. Not at all. So. You know, I make videos. Um, I've been mm. doing it for a little while, but I specifically and strategically for this video, I wanted to appoint people and just get people. So um, my stylist, Mufasa, I, yeah. I wanted to work with him. I told him about the project. He was delighted and was like, let's do it, nigga. So he literally flew from New York, bought all of his stuff. He had went scouting and made me buy stuff, and we was just putting stuff together. And... Uh, that's one of the things I'm most happiest with because I want to make sure in my career that people know that I'm going to be a fashion girl. So I wanted them to really understand in my video that, okay, this is what it gives. So it was cool. That blue number, if you could he ship made that. that to me, please, that would be <laughs> lovely. Okay, you got it. <laughs> that blue number was was something. Thank you. You ate that shit up. Thank you. It's funny. He made it. He made it. And he stitched it up the night before. I didn't even see it before he brought it to set. That's spectacular. So the whole entire um, mix, this, what'd you call it, like EP, mixtape? EP, one, one second, one, just because I'm supposed to be, it's so funny, I, I just got an um, assistant. I literally just got an assistant because I overbooked myself, so I have practice right after this. But yeah, what were you saying? I said your uh, your EP. Mm-hmm. Was this called Maurice Monroe? Yes. So why did you call it Maurice Monroe? Because I called it Maurice Monroe for a couple of reasons. When I was creating my EP, I realized that I was talking about sex so much. And, um, I was like, okay, you talk about sex a lot. And so, excuse me, I was blonde at the time already. And Marilyn Monroe's already one of my favorite people. And, you know, she's known for being one of the people that really changed the way that society looked and viewed, it, viewed sex. Mm -hmm. So um, me being my sexuality and stuff and me being comfortable and bold and loud about the things that I was talking about, it was only right. Like, I didn't want to be the boy version of Marilyn Monroe, but, you know, I wanted to just be like a symbolism. My middle name is Maurice. My mother's last name is Monroe. So um, it kind of just, I already was talking about changing my name and it kind of it happened one day and I was at work and I was like, what do you guys think about this? So it happened. So how was that creative process for the EP? Long. Long and a lot of work because I worked 40 hours a week, if not more. And then I would have to go to the, to the, you know, the recording studio and I would still write my own music and I still, you know, have to listen to beats. Like I didn't have anybody bring me a beat or anything. I listened to every single last beat and said, like, I want to do this. You know what I mean? I did a lot of it, too. When I went to London. I recorded and I did a lot of it in London. So that was big. But. Yeah, it was long. It was a long, long process, but it got done, thankfully. <laughs> yeah. How was it? How many songs did you record for the album, for the EP? Um, I told myself I was going to stop at seven, but I had already had one, which was Maniac. I had already had that. It was one of my first songs I ever recorded, but I knew I wanted it to be on the EP. Mm -hmm. and, um, yeah, like, it was definitely seven. Yep, seven, a magic number. <laughs> <laughs> was it hard, like, coming up with like the track list for it not at all like after i made my after i made my music i i just was like um like literally after i made my music i was like you know what um let's listen to it so i put them all in order how i thought that the listener would want to you know hear it and i just went from there 
Hey y'all, make sure you go ahead and go stream the Devin Hour playlist, 10K or less followers on Spotify. The playlist consists of artists that have less than 10K followers. It is really, really good if I do say so myself. The playlist syncs really nice, it flows. So make sure you go check it out. Links are in my bio on Instagram and on Twitter. Please go check it out and go follow those artists who are on that playlist. They make some amazing stuff. So thank you. Now let's get back into the episode. Well, that's good. I'm happy you ain't serviced like 20 fucking songs because these rappers. No, no I didn't want to do that. They will dead ass service like 20 songs and you could cut at least half. And then yeah, I didn't want to do that. <laughs> All killer, no filler. Right. <laughs> Uh, so, for the let's talk about the whole extensive music video. Because okay. you were serving us like a Beyonce self-titled right there. You know, if, I, if that's what it is. That's what it's supposed to give. Um, <laughs> that was the longest process of my entire life. I'm pretty sure my team can agree. <laughs> that was a very, very long process. It took a week to film that. Four days to film it. It took months to prepare for it. Oh my god! Because like I said, I'm totally independent, and everyone that was working with me were totally just doing it just because they just see the vision. I, I'm not rich or anything like that. They just saw the vision, and they just was they just believed in me. So I had people that drove from DC, my videographer. I had people that flew from New York. I was already I flew to Atlanta. I had one person here, a couple of people already in Atlanta. So we just kind of like picked where we wanted to shoot the video at, and we kind of used our resources. Um, and we just literally just went from there, and it was a really, really amazing. That's good, and and it really shows like how dedicated you are, you and your mm -hmm. team. First yes. off, the importance of having an amazing team behind you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes, it's it's absolutely critical that you have an uh, amazing team behind you, man. Yeah, people who see the same vision that you do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that really shows how dedicated you are to your work, that you're willing to, like, that people are, that you're willing to reach out to people and they're all coming down to one place to record this amazing extensive music video. And Thank when you, you look at the music video, you wouldn't even think it took that long to prepare for it because it seems so seamless. Thank you. I, it took a long time. <laughs> so, yeah. Which one, out of all those videos that you shot, which one is, like, your favorite? I think my favorite is going to be Mr. Monroe only because that was the most challenging video that I did. And I was really worried about how that was going to come out. And my editor fucking laced it. And my videographer like did it. I love everything about that video. It was the most tiring. People kept walking by. People kept just getting in frame. I felt like I wasn't dancing my best. It was a bunch going on. But it turned out the best to me. Well, not the best because the whole entire You felt like you wasn't dancing your best. No, I no there. I felt like I wasn't dancing my best, but then when I saw it back and I saw him edit, I said, "Damn, I really was doing kind of yeah, good." You like, mean okay, it. yeah. You mean the fuck up. I was tired. I was out of breath by the time you reached the black outfit. I was like, "All right." Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, but a lot of people they really because it kind of gave me like a like a Missy Elliott type vibe. Yeah, definitely. I love Missy. Yeah, it was like kind of like like what is this? It was, it was in your face. Yeah, definitely. Which I think was the whole purpose, right? Was to, for it to be in your face, yeah. for you to set a bold statement. Um, exactly. And the lyrics, I was my wig flew. I was like, okay. Oh, go off. Thank and you. I Mine did too after I recorded it. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> 
So was there any other like plans you had in 2020? Was like was there like a tour plan? Was there like promo? I mean, I wanted honestly, I wanted to do fit more performances. Everything else musically wise, I'm on key. Um performances they did corona definitely stopped my, my my performance back but towards the end of the year or next year i'm definitely throwing like i'm definitely having my own concert that i want to put on independently mm-hmm. just me and for maybe get a couple more people i like i literally just my first love really is the stage i really really love the stage so i gotta get to that i love being on stage i love being in front of people and i, I can't wait to see how it is going to feel to just literally be performing music that i super love you know what i'm saying yeah so um that's literally next but other than that y'all still getting videos y'all still getting music like i I shoot three videos next month on all in one weekend and like um it's gonna be lit (laughs) yes so is the album coming up next so you know i was gonna do a second ep but i'd rather just drop singles and videos with them because i've kind of been there done like I'm just trying to challenge myself, if that makes sense. I have I could drop an EP today because I have so much music, but I kind of want to just give people the music and give shoot videos for it, and I kind of just want to just be creative right now, not be too, you know, just get my, just really get my, me circulated and get my art out there because I feel like more people need to be knowing about me, but they're really not going to know if they don't have anything to look at. So right. I want to give people videos to look at. Yes, that'll be, I think that's really good. It's like how Russ did it where he kind of released all these singles and then he i think it's a good way to to see like okay what is the audience feeling like what are they what are they feeling and right now the audience is really feeling man eater mr monroe aggressiveness like they're really feeling that aggressive that that play on sexuality that say what you want to say they're really feeling that so i'm going to play with that a little bit also if anybody has any questions that they want to send in you can send some questions in um, I don't know how you work that little question section right there, the little question mark, <laughs> but if you guys want to send us some questions, please do. Um, but yeah, like, it really is a good way to determine, like, what the audience want, and the, and the aggressive stuff, I think, is absolutely spectacular. Well, thank but, you like, so much. Is there, do you want to, um, show any other sides, like? Yeah, like, I'm side? definitely super versatile, that's why I just dropped one other song called Waste My Time, it's super versatile, it's, it's, I'm trying to sing again, and it's it's doing a lot. I definitely want to be versatile, but right now, I'm really feeling super aggressive. I'm feeling very, very, I don't know what it is with my creativity, where when I hear, you know, like, I hear a beat, and I'm like, oh, I just want to attack it, you know what I'm saying? So that's kind of where I am right now with my creativity. Yeah. So is there any um, dream collaborations that you want? Everybody. No, um, I really <laughs> want to work with... Tinashe, I really want to work with. Um, I'm open to working with anybody that want to work with me. To be completely honest, you just have to be talented, and only because I know that this artist life is a real ass life. I have a, such a big, more a big respect for artists now. Mm-hmm. They kind of started from the bottom and came up. I mean, I have a couple of favorites that I would love to work with. Like, I think I, well, I want to work with Kanye for sure. Um, if he's if he's down with it, I want to work with him. I love ASAP Rocky. I love um, Megan Thee Stallion. I love, like I said, Tanache. I love, um, you know, I really I love Normani. I think people try to you know do my girl kind of crazy, but I think she's cool. I think she's cool. I want to work with her. 
Uh, I think we could have a fire dance team too. It would be two beautiful brown skin people up there dancing our ass off. So I feel like that'll be dude, dope. And, and I, I wish like, you would just release some damn music. This is the time for Normani to be releasing some music. Yeah, definitely. I would love to work with Seven Streeter. Love to work with Miguel. Love to work with. I like artists like that. I mean, I don't want to. I, I just don't want to say like the regulars that everybody always say. But like, these people like I love Beyonce. Yeah, 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 yeah <laughs> those people. <laughs> oh, I love you guys too. Thank you so much. You're getting a lot of love in here. Period. You guys better stream that damn EP. All right, stream the EP. Look at the video. Period. Right. I keep doing. That. I keep flipping my damn camera. All right, so I have some questions here so people could get to know you a little bit more okay. personally. So can you describe yourself in three words? Loud, um, goofy, <laughs> goofy, I'm so goofy. And, um, Are you creative. a goofy ass nigga? Yes, I am, very oh much so. And creative. Loud, goofy, and creative. Okay, you're goofy, okay. Goofy and creative, what is your sign? Aries. Ooh. Turn up. <laughs> the best sign, the first, the Alpha and the Omega, baby. <laughs> a March Aries or an April Aries? I'm an April Aries. Next question. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> I mean, you know, we're supposed to, like, get What's on your sign? because we're, I'm a Leo. Oh. oh, my mom's a Leo, and I actually get along really, really good with Leo. They just think they know everything, and they don't. It was just this one Aries, like, he really did be dirty. So I just don't feel... Sorry. sorry. To that man. Miles, shut the fuck up down there. Miles, <laughs> shut up. Next question, Brian? please. Something about these damn... Uh-uh. Please. And y'all be blaming us. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna stop. <laughs> yeah, please stop. What is one word you would use to describe your, your music? Original. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Period. A favorite genre. What's up, boy? A favorite genre besides was, was, pop. Uh, who's who's you your favorite pop artist? You just pushed up anywhere. Um, Britney Spears, Taylor Swift, Justin Timberlake, Justin Bieber. Um, oh. Ariana Grande, Janet Jackson. I love pop music, so we could go on and on. <laughs> I love Rihanna. that. We love Queen Britney. Oh yeah, that's my favorite. That's my. That's like my. That's my. That's everything to me. She's my queen. No, this is gonna really determine if I like you or not. What is your favorite Britney album? Ooh, it's the one they got. Let me break the ice. All right, I need to get you right. Blackout. Blackout. That's what it is. I know I, I know every Britney album, so that's why. But yeah, it's that one. But give me more and all that shit on it. Girl, when she shaved off her head, I said that was her yeah. best goddamn When she came thing. in and she said, when she came in and said, it's Britney, bitch. I knew something was going on when she said, it's Britney, bitch. Oh, love that. Adore. Oh, love that. All right. I like you. A lot. Because if, okay. if you were about to say, like, Britney Jean or some shit, it would have oh, been. Oh, hell no. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no. What is your favorite movie? Bridesmaids. Wow. Mm -hmm. Why? Why Bridesmaids? It's the goofiest shit in the world. I absolutely love Bridesmaids. <laughs> I could watch that over and over again, over and over and over again. And I literally could say the words over it and I could still fall out crying that it's the best movie in the world. That is, 
That's an interesting pick. But I love Amy. It's Amy Poehler's in it and Maya Rudolph. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. All star cast. Yeah, all star cast, period. Is that is comedy your favorite genre? No, thriller and scary movies are. I'm, I'm a. I'm as, a I mean, I, as hit it, you saw the video and you see that I. Yeah, it's, scary movies is my favorite. I know, but. Ooh. I'm a little bitch. I really can't stand, like, thriller, horror. I can't. I be covering. No, I like thriller. And I also like, like, romantic, like, sci fi. I like, like, Twilight and, like, um. Girl, like that. Twilight? Yeah, yeah, I love Twilight. <laughs> I love Twilight. Okay, Breaking Dawn or like yeah. New Moon? For me, it's for me it's gonna be Breaking Dawn. And I okay. also love Fifty Shades Freed, Fifty Shades Darker. I love all of that type of shit too. You like the, the freaky shit. I mean you heard the album. <laughs> love that. For the um speaking of the album, going back to it a little bit, um, it was a lot of music direct what what were you going through that you were like okay i'm gonna give this to to the lady because it seemed like to me you were talking about like a woman throughout the whole entire ep i really wasn't talking to about a woman i think because my music isn't so obvious and so in your face that people yeah. just think that I, i'm supposed to say he and him yeah but um i don't want the industry to put me in a box because i am a bisexual man so i don't want them to say that oh you, you're just a gay rapper because yeah. they're going to try to do that anyway no, I've had experiences with men and women. So at the end of the day, I wanted to talk about my experiences because I am, you know, a creative and that's what we're supposed to do. Um, it was a lot of songs on the EP where I didn't even say she or right. I just said them or they or you. And those are the songs where I probably was talking about a guy. But I didn't want like, of course, now I'm saying I, I mean, I still said him and worried about where I go. I made a left in his hoe. Like all the types. I still like handed <laughs> towards all of that stuff. But I think that um, it's important for because I don't want to be placed in the box as a um, creative. Yeah. But, you know, um, I wasn't really that, that. I think I was just honestly, if we're going to be completely candid, I think I was just very, very sex deprived. So I wanted to talk about it a lot in my <laughs> in my music. And that's how it all came out. So weird. <laughs> hmm? I don't know. If, what was that that was on Netflix? Like they had. Those yeah, he was on here on just him. now, Carlton. He just was on here. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, it was a lot of, like, conversation around bisexuality. And mm -hmm. it seemed like to me, like, especially within the Black community, that there's so much um, ignorance towards the bisexual community. There's a lot of ignorance in the Black community. Um, just from me living around, moving around the world, uh, the Black community, there are a lot of ignorance sometimes. And I think that it's not like bisexual people just got here. It's not mm -hmm. like anything. we've been here for a while now. That's why women have been getting cheated on with men by their men. This is why all these things have been happening for years. Yeah. It didn't just start happening. Now that we're just loud and we're kind of like in your face about it and not even really instant, but we're just being ourselves and being true to who we are now with, you know, they're, they, when people don't understand something, they just automatically take negatively towards it. So you got to take the good with the bad. Yeah. Does it scare you while you're like in the industry? No, because anybody anybody beat my ass. I'm good. If anybody, anybody trying to fight, then we straight. No, I'm just joking. Um, <laughs> It doesn't scare me at all because, I mean, you, all I could do is be myself. And uh, we live in, a, in the land of the free America. Like, all I could do is be myself. And um, that's what I'm going to do. I can't be nobody else. I can't come out here like a lot of these artists. And, they, you know, they pop off being somebody they're not. And they end up doing all these drugs and doing all this stuff and killing themselves at the end of the day because yeah. they never live their real, you know, never were their true self. So I'm good on that. Um, do you feel like you came out? 
not came out, that's like come out, but did you feel like you are starting your career a little bit later? Because you told me like you're 31, mm -hmm. right? And a lot of people will look at that and be like, oh, that's older. But then we have people like Lizzo who's popping off in her 30s. No, I don't, I literally don't even, I mean, at first, of course, but then when you literally get into that, Leo, Lizzo just turned 32, one of my other favorite, St. John, he's, He's 33. You have um, Partisan Fontaine, who's 30. You have Tiffany Haddish came out. I don't think she popped it. She was 36. Right. Like, it's like people that, you, and they don't age men, which thankfully, they don't age men. And I don't look old. I'm not trying to be funny. But I black don't, don't cry. Some black do cry, depending on the drugs you do. <laughs> but um, yep. I don't um, look older. So I know, I just feel like, you know, it's the, oh, you know, being old is like a men mental thing. My dad, you see my dad, my dad thinks he's fucking 25 years old. And he lives like that. So he's one of the brothers. I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, there's such just such big ages. I mean, I like and I like seeing um, older people like, for example, Tina Turner, when she really became like Tina Turner, she was definitely yeah. in her late 30s or damn near her 40s. Yeah, Tell I mean, what's love got to do with it. Yeah, and I mean, not trying to be funny. It's not really like a, a young kid out there that's really fucking with me on the stage, dance, right. and, 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 and I, I can keep up with any young nigga when it comes to a dance studio, whatever the case is, on the stage. Like, as long as you just know how to sell it, you know what I mean, and you're good. Exactly. So, yeah, that's all I have for you, Seven. Thank um, you. It was really, really nice having you on the Devon album. Like I said, 105 million times throughout this whole entire interview, I'm such a big fucking fan. Thank and I stand so, so hard. Um, so to everybody, you can just tell everybody like, what are your upcoming? Do you have any upcoming projects? Like, what what can they expect? Well, you guys can expect me to drop a single every week for like the next seven or eight weeks, and I'm gonna also I'm shooting videos for all of the singles too, starting next week. So those are gonna start dropping the month after that. And just follow me, Seven Deep on everything. Look at me on YouTube, on Apple Music, streaming on all platforms, and it's lit. Yes. Period. So there you go. Thank you so much, Seven. Thank you, everybody, for Thank tuning you. in to this little interview, this little quick episode of the Devon Hour. Um, <laughs> you could expect this episode to be uploaded sometime because there's so many backed up episodes, but you could. All right. Just, just upload it. Let me know. Tag me in it. You be safe and stuff over there, okay? Yes. Thank you. You too. All right. Bye, boy. All right. Bye. Oh, that